Aspire recording session, Bratislava Opera Chorus, take 52. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time this finds you listening in. Thanks for joining us for another fun and informative episode of Musical World. Today, Dave and I are joined by not one, not two, but three creators of new musical theater. Katie Lipson of Aria Entertainment and A Stage Kindly joins us from London, England, and David Crane and Stephen Cole, the mayor of Musical World, joins us from New York City as they await the white death of the Nor'easter blizzard. Katie's company, Ari Entertainment, is producing a staged reading of A Road to Guitar, and David and Stephen are crossing the pond on Sunday, hopefully. So, sit back, grab something good to drink, and enjoy MW97 with Katie Lipson, David Crane, and Stephen Cole. Well, hello, Jim. I'm... Very happy to be speaking with you once again from uh, rainy, almost snowy New York City, and uh, very excited to be speaking for the first time with Katie Lipson, uh, who is producing uh, performances of uh, The Road to, Road to Guitar. Yeah, excellent. And we've got, with in the studio with me is David Brush, and on the phone we also have Katie Lipson all the way across the pond in, in the UK, in London. Hi, Katie. Hello. <laughs> and we also have the mayor of Musical World, <laughs> Stephen Cole. Hi, Stephen. That is me. It's been a long while here. It we has been spoken. too long. I haven't had any terrible musicals to tell, tell you about New York, <laughs> but maybe maybe in the spring we'll get them. <laughs> so, so, Katie, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you came across Road to Guitar and what... Uh, what brought it to your attention? And uh-huh. other than maybe Stephen's relentless calling or something to you. <laughs> That's exactly what brought it to our attention. <laughs> um, well, as as you know, Jim, I have a, a big love of new musical theatre and always have. And I think Stephen, for many years, was probably on my mailing list um, of composer and of writers sorry and composers we have a a database and since i set up aria entertainment i've been continuing my producing um interest of in new work as well as with the stage kindly and stephen wrote to me and said i'm coming over to the uk um would you like to connect and we met up and he handed me the cd and i immediately took a liking to it it's the sort of show that um, I would love to go and see. And um, as I'm pro- programming a four-week season of new writing, I thought it would be a fantastic opportunity to see the piece on its feet in the UK and to see how a UK audience would respond to the writing. Um, so it's part of a four-week season of musical theatre. We have about 20 productions, and we're doing three performances of the Road to Qatar, so I'm very excited about it. Excellent. Yes, I, I, I decided, uh, I was staying in a fabulous hotel, uh, the, the Corinthia in London. I said, well, come on over and we'll have a drink. And we, we were in a fabulous yeah. bar and we hit it off immediately. <laughs> and I said, With a piano, wasn't it? A, a piano, yes, a long it was a piano, real bar. piano bar. Yes, oh, really? 
it's really very, very, very lovely place. There's several bars there, but they made uh, very good martinis, and we. Uh, <laughs> we, said, <laughs> we I wish I had longer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was well, going just... to the theatre that night, so yes. I had to get off. I wish all I had right. longer about all the other shows that Stephen's written as well. Well, I, I, I must say to tell you, Katie, uh, you're, you're absolutely indefatigable. Uh, she, she juggles, Jim, so many different projects at the same time. It is, it is really awe-inspiring how uh, hands-on she is and how creative she is in, in getting things done, as we all know is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Oh, absolutely not. She's always doing something with a music directing here and producing there and writing here and there. And Wow. Well, I'm hoping really that this new... Um, as Jim knows, because I did a few interviews with him over the last three years, and I've been I've been part of a company called The Stage Kindly, which now is taking a backseat to actually producing, and is more a hub to develop new talent and to basically run a literary department to find new works to which we can pitch to producers. And Aria Entertainment, which is my company now as well as my producing arm, which has a massive love of new writing. And I think it's so important. And there's not many people doing this in, in London. Um, so to do a new musical theatre festival in the UK, you know, in, in, in February and March, which is what we're doing, I think it's going to lead on to something very exciting next oh, I year. Oh, well, fantastic idea, yeah. yeah. And I was so thrilled when this the, the opportunity really happened. I mean, we knew, David and I have always known we would wind up doing the show in London <laughs> yeah. because the sensibility and the, the comic the comic craziness of it seems to be I think even will go even better than it did in America. I although, agree. Although we I mean we were we were in shock when we did it in Dallas and, and people <laughs> were screaming with laughter and you know it was a very, very Republican <laughs> red state type of thing. But yeah. they, they just got it and loved it. And same thing in, in New York, uh, you know, when we did it here. We, we it's it's really fun to hear laughing, especially laughing at Arabs. No, <laughs> we had a we had um we had a fantastic cast, a fantastic yes. cast, and uh, really really happy with them. They sound incredible, um, and although it's just a reading, it's going to be pretty spectacular still. And wow. uh, yeah, I think and, and and yeah, I mean we've got a great team, a great director, a great. Oh, Kate, and Kate, who I've only met on Skype, we hit it off immediately. <laughs> it was really, I, she, she, she's got it. She knows what the show is. We're I'm looking forward happy. to dropping in next week um, to see the, the last week of rehearsals. Um, they pretty much nailed the score within a couple of days. So very oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So, Katie, so, you, haven't, you haven't really heard anything yet, or have you? Well, I've been in about two or three times, but only for, say, you know, an hour in popping in and out. Right. But next week I'm going to be in pretty much all time. Well, so will you, won't you? So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we very will. We're so excited. Yeah. We're Thank always you. happy to come back to our show. <laughs> really are. Well, and also part of our story, part of the great story of The Road to Guitar takes place in London, and that, I think, always has a great deal of resonance when people know uh, exactly where where we're talking about 
And, uh, you know, our feeling about the idea that in Dallas they love the road to Qatar so much, you know, we, I can't help thinking about the fear that people had when Fiddler on the Roof was first produced, thinking that it was going to be a very limited audience. And they did it in Japan, they did it all over the world, because finally the, it's very universal about two guys culturally being out of, out of, out of their, out of their uh, element and, and not knowing what's going to happen next. And uh, it's, it's, it is kind of universal because everyone can kind of put themselves in the boys' sh shoes of what it would be like to be, uh, and then add to that the, the craziness of, of what, even in the best situations of trying to mount a show, uh, it, it just adds to the hilarity, I think. How similar will this production be from the oh, production at yours? As the material, it'll be the material. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But it's a whole new director, a whole new cast, a whole new take on and, it. Yeah. And also, we're not uh, because this season is very much like the Edinburgh Festival, or even less. We've got uh, two shows a day in the theatre, so um, you know most shows are running for one night only. So. Uh, and, and the ticket, the price point is very, very um, small. So at this point, we're presenting material. We want people to see the strength in the material. So contrary to maybe what happened in the York Theatre Company, we're not having a set for this. This is just a reading. And there'll be minimal props and costume, but there'll be things to signify the costume. So if I were to produce this for a full, you know, couple of months, obviously that would be a completely different ball game. But um, this is my intention with all the work that I'm putting into the festival is to see and find a future life for at least the pieces that are finished and ready for, for a full run. Um, and within the season, there's probably only three or four shows. Other things um, we are presenting are song cycles, um, mini showcases of 30 minutes of new pieces. We've also got a premiere from Kerrigan and Lodemilk as well. Mm -hmm. um, from the Amer from America that another company are bringing over. But you're you're my only American show. That I'm producing. And of course, and of course, uh, you know, the York production was a full, a full-blown affair, and we are bringing two things from that. Uh, our, our wonderful costume designer, uh, Batari and Case, who did it in New York, have have given me uh, two, uh, four Arab headdresses and and two quick change <laughs> Jew outfits <laughs> to bring over my suitcase, and they wanted me to bring the camel, but I said no. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving me a list. She's giving me a list of many props. We won't spoil the fun. <laughs> no, we would have what they are. But, but I mean, when we the, the show itself has always been written and uh, to be designed so that it seems like we're doing the show on a shoestring anyway. So less is more in many cases, and and it's really it's really showed the material and the five great comics playing many roles. So it's really uh, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be exactly what it should be at this point yeah. to show to show us all off to the best advantage and, and besides, excited. Do you, do you want to play a song, Jim? Well, sure. <laughs> well, what about what about the title song to kind of get people in the mood for this? <laughs> uh, we can do that. Which is the two the two guys? You know, then they're, they're not named Stephen and David, even though originally we were going to call it. The, we were going to call everybody by their real names, and then we decided we didn't want to get killed. So we changed <laughs> everyone's names. <laughs> so Which Michael you say in the script, I like. Yes, we say it right away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and it's true. And so we changed uh, our names to Michael and Jeffrey. And so this is the number when the two guys are first uh, going over to uh, to to uh, Dubai, where they're going to find out what the show is going to be about. And they're starting to get excited about the trip. And it's the title song, The Road to Qatar, which kind of uh, harkens back to Bob Hope and Bing Crosby and... Uh, and it's, it's, it's a fun number. It also gives the rules, the rules of what not yeah. to do when you go to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can change the world, Michael, with our musical. In fact, my astrologer said... Your astrologer? Don't make fun. She predicted I would be part of a new team. Yeah, like Leopold and Loeb. No, she actually said like Crosby and Hope, like Bob and Bing. I mean, look at us. We're about to make the road picture they never got to film. The Road to Qatar. I like it. And your mother is Dorothy Lamour in a size 22 Kmart sarong. Back in the glory days of movies, moguls paid a fair amount to stars who brought the big bucks in. Such as Crosby and Hope at Paramount. On separate films, their talents they bestowed. But they hit the heights when they teamed them up And they hit the road From Morocco to Utopia From sea to shining sea Yes, Bob and Bing had their roads to glory And now so do we Scarf down caviar Under the desert moon Where the sands are steamy All of my Broadway dreams Seem to be twice as dreamy So come see me Taking a camel ride On the bumpy road to Qatar Where if you play the palace You really do A big expensive car It's life a la mode On the wonderful road to Qatar Where is it? What? Oh, my book on the do's and don'ts of the Middle East What book? There's a book? Nobody issued me a book I bought it on Amazon oh, Here it is The Middle East for Dummies 100 Essential Rules to Keep You from an Early Demise Rule number one Never show an Arab the sole of your shoe it's very impolite, and they'll kill you if you do. What? Kidding, but still, it is partially true. Now on to rule number two. Never sit with your back to another guest. When eating with your fingers, the right hand is best. When accepting any items, the left hand is taboo. And don't tell immigration that you're really a Jew. Is that last one really in the book? It is, if you read between the lines. One never sits until the other person sits. And even if it's hot, you must never ever schwitz. Eat everything you're served, although what it is you've not a clue. And if it's camel stew, never, never ever ask one up for two. Learn these simple rules and you'll lighten every load. Take along this handy book when you're going on the road. Take it 
a first-class ride as we hit the road to Qatar. Where if they say you're hot, you can bet it's true. We're both gonna make a pile. Oh my God, there's the Nile just below from where we are. Where Ma and Pa Joe on the, the dusty old road to Qatar. Backs up tray table stoned. Here comes life a la mode. As the sand dunes erode, our careers may explode on the wonderful road to Qatar. Yeah. So I think, Katie, I, think like, yeah. Katie, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about the new musical theater scene in the UK. I think we have talked about this previously, but certainly your take on where it is and where its growth is and where its weaknesses are. You mean scene, did you say? Yes. The, 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 the Right. The, 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 the new musical writing uh, environment currently. Um, okay. Well, in the UK, I guess we are slightly more um, connected. Everybody who writes new musicals tends to know other people that write because we have some clear um, companies who support and develop and um, connect writers of new musical theatre. So we have the Mercury Musicals, we have Perfect Pitch Musicals and we have Musical Theatre Network which are three Arts Council supported organisations, two of which are just hubs and sort of um, organisations to connect people and one producing and development sort of uh, producer, I say, the perfect pitch, they find work and they develop it. So apart from that, um, it's very, very difficult for writers in the UK to get their work on the stage. You generally find that they're producing their own work or they're pitching it out there to producers, but they find it very hard to get picked up by the very, very big producers because they're very busy or busy people. And the huge organisations such as Ambassador's Theatre Group, you know, they they get a lot of scripts, but they tend to not produce anything new. Um, and similar to Broadway, the West End is full of jukebox musicals or musicals based on very, very famous books. Mm-hmm. Right. So really we're looking at the young producers who see a potential, I say, in the UK touring circuit and, and a lot more passionate and, very, and, and don't mind taking risks, I think, at the, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mean that necessarily some of these pieces at the moment that the West End infrastructure would support um, a piece of new musical theatre, uh, such as Loserville at the moment, which we, we had come from the West Yorkshire Playhouse for three months, and then it had, had to close um, because it wasn't getting the ticket sales. However, Matilda is selling out months in advance. Um, so we're in a situation that I think is quite scary, in my honest opinion. I don't think that um, there's enough writing happening, but also a lot of a lot of high-quality writing, too. So um, I think that there needs to be a connection between independent theatre producers like myself and the theatres around the UK that are semi-producing houses and, and part-receiving houses to sort of develop the audience um, expectation because if you assume the audience are not wanting something new then you're not providing it so you're not actually helping to develop what they expect so right. I really think that it's the touring sector 
that could influence a lot more of the writing. So to answer your question, I think the UK is in as it, an exciting part in the sense that this is the first time that Mercury Musicals has received the Arts Council money of this amount. So they are able to offer more opportunities for British songwriters to develop their craft and to connect with other producers because they have more subsidy to um, fund workshops and to connect people and have a full-time staff member to do that. But uh, the, art, the grants for the arts, we went down to see them, actually, and they were very, very excited about Page to Stage and believe that more writers um, should be considering a grant for the arts to develop their work in the UK. Um, so I think the infrastructure is hard for new writing, but I think the producers need to trust the audiences will start supporting the new writing in time. But, they, but their subsidised venues around the UK need to collaborate with those independent producers to make it commercial. Um, and until that happens, we're just going to be seeing new musicals on the fringe. And that's a shame because at the end of the day, um, it's not commercial. The, the, the artists are not getting paid and it's, it's not really fair. It's not the model that, that new writing deserves. It deserves a future. Everything can start on the, in a small scale, but it deserves, if it's good, to, to go further and to be commercial and to sell enough seats to make it commercial. So my intention as a producer um, is to forge those relationships and to hopefully convince some theatres that some of my products deserve an outing. And whether that takes years, and I intend obviously my career to last years, it, yeah. it will happen. So you can, you know, bit by bit, uh, we can change the future of musical theatre and new writing. And Hopefully, if some more venues that, you know, mid-scale venues uh, are created, which is something we lack in the UK, they'd have huge or mid-scale. Um, and it's very hard to support something somewhere in between, say 200, 300 seats, which, you know, there's more options there to mount tour. It's slightly less money. Um, and a smaller product could go there, but we don't really have them. So... Well, I've ranted a little bit, but um, that's where we're at here. We, we don't have, like, I think you have the Academy um, or, of Musical Theatre, you have a festival which, if you get in, it's funded by the festival itself, I believe you have in America. You have one that the pays for the National Alliance. Uh, National Alliance of Musical Theatre. Yes. We don't have and anything even, like that. Even here. they are, uh, it is funded, but even they are looking for more more funding here and there. Yeah. And I, I've had two shows in that festival here. Wow. Uh, one was after the fair, and one yeah. was uh, Dotsworth. And one of them w did, in fact, become successful after that festival, and the other one did not. And interestingly enough, it was the small four-character British musical that became... Yeah. They, they do it every year, but things don't always come out of those festivals. So... Uh, I, I, I applaud you, and, and we, we, need, we need new infrastructure here, too. Same yeah. exact thing for new writers, or any writers. I mean, even established, uh, it, it, it becomes harder and harder. It doesn't become easier my, and easier. My, um, my pitch to the Arts Council is, um, you know, look how much work at various stages we're supporting in just a four-week festival. Yeah. And actually... 
the margin, you know, the Landau is only 60 seats. And actually at that level, some of this work is at such the early stages. And we are bringing in people all around the UK, a small proportion in Europe and America. And we are, stre- we are making this brand global. And there's so many, there's hundreds and hundreds of people involved in this small festival. And we have, we have TV stars, West End stars coming to the doors. We have yourselves, established writers in America coming over. You know, it's a very exciting character building exercise for the venue. Um, I should mention... Fantastic. And we we have... We'll do anything we can to help that along, too. Yes. Uh, Because it's for the future of everybody's shows. Absolutely. We have one thing in the UK which is brilliant. We have a charity um, called Stage One who... um, the patrons, people like uh, Cameron McIntosh and Judy Dench and a lot of other big, um, you know, actors or producers. And it originally was called, I think, the Theatre Investment Fund. And what happened was um, there's money every year, I think, from people's profits put into this company. And the company then either invest in startup productions or give money to various producers at the start of their career as well as give them a mentor um, a leading producer or producing house and office space in the middle of the west end and i was lucky enough to have that to get that about five months ago and it lasts for a year so i um i can use the money for over the year um but i can you know i can ask for it for a show for edinburgh or for this or for that even if it's beyond beyond the year so what happened was I had to have an interview with many, many West End producers and asked why I wanted the money and, you know, and I told them how much fringe theatre I'd done. And in fact, that's what they were most impressed on. They said, I can't believe you've done small scale shows for so long because they're so difficult. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, and it's always the money, isn't it? When you become a commercial theatre producer, it's about finding finding the funds to fund a commercial run where you're right. dealing with masses of investment that's the only difference but actually it's sometimes it's slightly easier because you've got the money so you don't have to budget cut on set you don't have to you find a you know everything is not on a shoestring then so you are able to have the set you want and you've got the time to build it because you don't have to you know count the pennies because of the size of the theater hopefully so um we're very lucky to have stage one and just wanted to give never mentioned because totally, we have totally. American producers coming over in admiration and, and going on the course. They give us a course as well where we met the, the main general manager of Mamma Mia who tells us how the show escalated and became such a hit. We've met the producers of Spring Awakening and Wicked and Noises Off and Jerusalem and the Donmar Warehouse. We, everyone, all, you know, the marketers for Belfort Macintosh and really useful. We know, you know, Obviously, you know, we have a lot, a lot of the producers in the UK bring stuff over to America too, and vice versa. So, you know, it's a very small pool of uh, producers collaborating and competing in the West End, really, on different shows. Yeah. Fantastic. I think it's fantastic, Katie, that uh, you get these grants and also that you're really instrumental in, in really becoming a... A, f- a source for all of these new pieces. It's wonderful. I hope so. We want you with I us hope forever. So. 
<laughs> I, I mean, and I went down to the stage for one charity, and you know, to tell them about the festival, and they were they were very respectful. There's a lot of producers who are doing plays or uh, working in the subsidised sector. There's very very few pioneering new writing, um, right. and yes, it's about finding the venue and the time for the prod- product. Um, but offering the opportunity, it's important to the writers to have the chance to, even at the very start of their project, see it on the floor with some actors, even if they've written 30 minutes of it. You know, part totally of agree. their creative process. Absolutely. We wind, up, we wind up producing our own readings here in New York and spending our yeah. own money to do that because you, All can't the time. Not, you can't not do it. All the time. <laughs> yeah. You have to you have to see your material, even if it's in front of ten people. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. You have to try it out. I mean, we could do it in our living room. I'm I'm really good at doing this stuff. <laughs> and we sell shows that way. Uh, but uh, but you really want you want to know what actors actors bring so much to it, and directors and other oh, people they do. They do. throw their two cents into it, and suddenly you've got you've got something coming to life, and you know how to rewrite. And if you're if you're a smart writer, and uh, you know all of all of us on this phone are smart, we know that it's all about uh, what what are we going to fix and change, <laughs> exactly, and make better. That's and that the only way to do that is an audience. There there are there are answer to everything. So it's, it's fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely, and, um, yeah. Well, let's let's go ahead and play another song. Uh, yeah, well, what are you, you know, thinking? Perfect, ti- perfect timing, I think, would be uh, the, the 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 it is the uh, bonus track on our J Records original cast because it's David Crane and myself when we first started out. It's a song that got cut called uh, what's the name of that song? Uh, Here's looking at you. Here's looking at you. <laughs> Here's looking at you, and it's and it's about when the two guys meet and and look exactly alike. We cut it because we realized we we were having trouble always casting two two yeah. actors who looked exactly alike and who were, and so it, it it's become our party piece. So, but we love we love doing it together. We have to add here to the listeners that we we do not look exactly alike. No, <laughs> but but it, 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 it was short it, it, years. <laughs> well, we're, we're similar heights. We're similar. We have similar hairlines. <laughs> anyway, it's, it, as as we say, it was like looking in a short Jewish mirror. But so, why don't you play? Here's looking at you. All righty. Amazing. It's like meeting me. David, tell me this. Did you get to go to your first Broadway show before you were eleven? Yes. Did you know when you were in that very last row that you were just as close to heaven? I did. Did you know when that overture played that you strayed into where you always longed to be? Of course. Did you ever look one row behind and then suddenly find there was a kid who looked just like you and it was me? No, that never happened. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, you have. I'll tell you what I won't have. A mirror, because I was looking into one. Look at those cheeks, pinchably red. Seeing them glow may just go to my head. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at us. 
look at that skin, smooth as a stone. I thought that secret was mine all alone. Here's looking at you, kid, for I should have known. I'm one of a pair, pardon my stare, but you're staring back at the lack of my hair. Could this be any queerer? You're like a short, cute Jewish mirror. Look how you bounce, cute as a pup. Look in my eyes, you won't have to look up. Here's looking at you, kid. There's so much more to discuss. But first, here's a toast for whatever it's worth. Here's to we way I stayed separated at birth. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at us. All right, we didn't look exactly alike. This wasn't the Prince and the Pauper or Martin Gare. But we could see inside our souls. It was a romance. I pick you out, out of a pile. I'm getting giddy and you start to smile. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at... Now, this was not what you think. Each of us had a devoted partner. And there was nothing in the least sexual going on here. But as the meeting went on... We found we had the same dreams. The same goals. The same tuna on toast. We were simpatico and... We both had mothers. No, it's not time for them yet. Unless you want to discuss how to kill them. You want to kill your mother too? Only for the last 20 years. Stop every press, here comes the news. You are what I am, we're Siamese Jews. Where are Siamese Jews connected? At the bladder. Here's looking at you, kid, there's so much more to discuss. Let's lift up our toast, whether white bread or rye. But I hope you don't choke, or else I gotta die. Here's looking at you, kid. Well, if I'm really gonna look, I guess I better put on my glasses. You wear glasses? Me too. Here's looking at us. You know, if you like Book of Mormon, and uh, Book of Mormon's obviously selling very well here at first. Yeah. You know, for the first few months, very risque. We're slightly less risque, but, you know, it's more similar to that than it is to a classic Les Miserables. So, you know, I I always try and get people to... That's your way of peddling it, I think, too. Because that's such a big hit, and this is it, it, it's similar similar in in its uh, irreverence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly true. That really is. Uh, uh, no, the 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 thing that we're excited about is uh, seeing other people's take uh, on the material. You know, the stories that that really did happen to us. I have to a little yeah. tip of the hat whenever I get the uh, get the chance. I've got to say that uh, Stephen Cole's remarkable craft of being able to, to take a true story that happened to us and craft uh, uh, what is a, a nonstop uh, show of almost exclusive com- exclusively comedy songs in, 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 a, in a romp, in an irreverent romp, but it, it's all true. Uh, the kind of thing is, is, is so difficult to do, uh, and uh, he's done an absolutely brilliant job. And, of course, the one thing we realized is that when we had people, uh, characters who were going to play us, that we needed to cast younger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll 
boys are, I mean, our boys, I don't know how old they are, but they're not in their 20s. <laughs> they are not in their 20s. Um, when we it's did the read-through, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Read they were laughing like you've never seen. It was just so lovely to see. You, you, know, you, you can't script, help but you laugh at wonderful. the script. You, you just can't yeah, help but when laugh. you see other it's people hilarious. laugh, you, oh, yeah. you, get, you remember again, oh, gosh, yes, it's really, really funny. Oh, um, um, so we, we had a, an informal gathering at my place and had coffee and had a script read, and it was fabulous. And then we started uh, note bashing. George is fabulous, MD. He's really good. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm feeling George Dyer. I'm so glad that we have him. He's, an, he's so such. He's going to be a Western MD in the next couple of years. There's only about five MDs at the moment that do everything. You know, in mm-hmm. London, Nigel Lilly, Richard Beadle, Gareth Valentine, Mike Dixon, the same ones. And George will be uh, be, be there in a couple of years for sure. He was very highly recommended by by everyone uh, I know. So, and yeah. I'm I'm so glad that he decided to take it on. He was free to do it. Yeah, he's fab. Yes, he he was. He's really up for it. He really likes it. George has a, is a very uh, again, he's a connoisseur. Like he, he uh, very picky over the projects he does. In fact, they did Ragtime, the first fringe production of Ragtime at the Landor, where you're going to see your show. And right. George did the orchestrations for it, and it was a wonderful production. It won about four awards, Off West End awards, and he did the orchestrations. It was really beautiful. Um, yeah, I think he'd like a band, but he can't have a band. Yeah, next, <laughs> next time. time. Next time. <laughs> next time. I think the have orchestrations ready. For, for and what was it for? Five pieces. Five pieces, okay. I, 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 thought, I thought, Katie, it wouldn't be right to have a larger orchestra than cast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's not needed at this point. But it really, really was helpful. And you hear it all on the CD. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's lovely to have those extra things, but we did it for a long time. As we said, in the living room with just piano, so it, it works. <laughs> We're yeah. in the front yeah. of a store on a piano. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, the st- yes, the piano store. In the storefront, yeah. We haven't we haven't been back to that piano store since it really all happened. <laughs> on Edgware <laughs> Road. Yes. <laughs> we have not. Oh. I'd be scared to go look over there even. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's yes. so funny. So funny. Well, and what, it's true, and when I tell them the, the, the story, people go, really, really? Oh, my God, that's so such a strange story. And people are like, what's the title? It sounds like a Bing, Bing um, a movie, yeah, and I'm like, it, it is. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> yes. I always say it's, it's Bob and Bing hit the desert Bob and the and desert Bing, yeah. hits back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, very much. Well, wow. what did you say, Jim? I, I was going to ask what else uh, you wanted to hear while we're, uh, or wanted our listeners to hear. Must be, Stephen? Well, no, I, you know, I always have to put my favorite song. My favorite, my favorite song is, uh, what's it called, David? (laughs) My, uh, (laughs) must be. Now it's not must be. (laughs) No? uh, Oh, I know. Arguing with it. Yes. Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> it is called Good T- Good Things Come in Threes. Come in Threes, yes. yes. Good. And that's my favorite uh, for several reasons. It really, really 
it, it, it's the moment when the two guys have to figure out what the show within a show will actually be about after they've been given lists of things that had to be in the show. And we, we, we had originally written some other number there in that spot. And then at one point, uh, I realized what it really needed to be. And, and David wrote this incredibly wonderfully jazzy piece. Uh, and the music mm. is my favorite because, it, and it's very much like, uh, like the guys in Singing in the Rain doing Moses Supposes. They have to actually <laughs> do a literal tap dance, even though it's mm. not, you know, and, and figure out what the show is. So that's my favorite number. Uh, and I always, I always play it when I do, I do my lectures, uh, for very old, for old people here in New York and tell them the story <laughs> of how this all happened. And they also sit there with their mouths open laughing and, uh, and I always play this at the end, and, and having told them the real story, it's sort of uh, art has imitated life. So uh, yeah. good things come in threes is my favorite. <laughs> <you know. laughs> when we say outline, when we hear songs, when we know what sets to build, what will plot be? How many camels shall we order? Wait! It's time for our tap dance, Jeffrey. Mr. Mansour, Mr. Farid, I've been thinking. Good things come in threes. Work it, Michael. Don't let him irk us. Three pigs and three bears and, of course, three blind mice. Had to mention this. Three ring circus. Good, Good things, things come in threes. threes. So? 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 The Sultan has a son, but where is his mother? That question can't be denied. I'll tell you where his mother is. When he was born, she up and died. Died, 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 died. That is very sad. Yes, she up and died. But since the boy has no mother, the Sultan must be sure to keep him locked in the palace, safe and secure. And he's given every gift but doesn't care for what he's gotten. Yeah, the kid gets lots of loot and spoiled rotten. Spoiled, 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 spoiled. And that star that he wants, well, what do you know? She's a sassy kind of character in the show. Show, 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 show. We get J-Lo. J-Lo? Sure, why not? If you give us your trust, we are busting to please. You'll get most of your must-bees, cause... Sing out, Louise! Good things come in threes. Show them, Michael. Yes, keep them counting. Three tenors, three stooges, three men in a tub. And don't forget, three coins in the fountain. Never mind. The star will take him on three journeys, three magical journeys. Ancient Greece. To Qatar they will win. For the pearl diving bit. Then they'll hit Pharaonic Egypt, whatever, whatever that is. Three, 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 three. And since we're doing the show in this gigantic sports arena, we must all agree from the start. His journey will endow him with three things that make a sportsman. Wisdom, strength, and heart. That's the Wizard of Oz. Shut up. What about Stone Age? Nope, it's not one of the threes, like I said. We don't fool around with Barney and Fred, cause good things come in threes. Flash those teeth, don't flash your smiling. What else? Three Mile Island. Please tell us it's okay. We are down on our knees. Cause good things come in three. 
say. Yay. So, when is... You know what you have not said, Katie? It's typically the where and the when of of our Ah. piece. (laughs) That's what I was about to ask. What's going on? When is this going to happen? Okay, so the road to Qatar is on the 16th of February, which is next Saturday, a week tomorrow at 7.30 at the Landor Theatre. It also runs on Sunday, the 17th, at 3 o'clock and 7.30. The Landor Theatre is a pub theatre in Clapham North, which is um, in London, South London, on the Northern Line, which is a, the black line on the underground. Um, <laughs> tickets, are, tickets are only £12 and £8 if you're a Writers Guild or Equity member, which is fabulous. And we also wow. have a season ticket on offer, £30, which you can see four shows of your choice. I think the £8 is like around, oof, I don't know, Fifteen dollars? Is it something like that? Yeah, yeah. not a lot. That's yeah. right. um, very cheap. <laughs> because we want to encourage young uh, writers and young performers as well to support um, musical theatre because it's their future careers, and you know they, they they should come and support their peers. And we're, we're really keen to make it affordable and for people to multiple buy so they can see four four shows within the season um, and of course trying to connect with theatres around the UK and uh, other producers as well so I hope to see you all if you're in London oh, at yes, the Road to Qatar yes. and we've been, um, we've been sending out our yes. own flyers to everyone we know in and London so we're, we're bring we have a website we have www.landor, L-A-N-D-O-R, theatre.co.uk, which is where you can find a full breakdown of every single show in the season. Um, and you can follow me at www.aria-entertainment.com and there's information there on my company and, and my support of New Musical Theatre. Um, and the shows that I currently am and previously have produced. Um, so, yes, and you can follow us on uh, Aria Ents on Twitter. That's oh. A-R-I-A-E-N-T-S. Excellent. Uh, so you're going to have to show us Twitter when we're there. We, we, we haven't done that yet, David and I. I just joined It sounds it. so British, but it's not. It's the international. Oh, thing. it's no, very international. It I know it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, how about uh, David and Stephen? Do you have uh, any websites, Facebook pages, wow. anything like that you want to post? I, I do have uh, com, which has all my shows. And, of course, Road to Qatar has a fabulous page. And also on there is a page for Aspire, which uh, is the musical within the, the musical. It's the musical we actually wrote in the Middle East. And so th- you can actually see a documentary that David made, a 20-minute documentary about the making of, it's called The Road to the Road to Qatar. Which is excellent, so it, I can it shows say. Footage, it shows footage of that huge production in the Middle East. Yeah. With uh, camels and opposite, with, with, with and real camels. And, and it's, it's a fabulous film that David put together from, from all the footage mm-hmm. that was shot, including footage in Bratislava. <laughs> so, I mean, it really, it really proves what, re, what, you know, what we've taken and, and put on the stage. I have so, a question. I, I, yes. Um, is, is the song Aspire that we do in the Road to Qatar the real Aspire song? Oh, yes. It really is. It is the yes. actual it's the real song. Yes. Because the score 
the score prints were slightly different. So we thought maybe this was the original because, you know, you took, took it from your full orchestral score. And um, so that's interesting. I'll tell the cast that because they, yeah. so that's exactly what they sung in, in, in uh, Qatar. Exactly. Right, that's exactly. Just like, just like in the show, the road to Qatar, what really happened was they suddenly sprang it on us. We need a title song after the show was all written, and we said, well, yeah. they said we need finale, and I, I said the finale's there, and we had a different song, and so we wrote the song in about as long as it took to uh, sing and play it, <laughs> about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be delightful, and we, I said, well, there's no place in the show for it, so we. Put it as the curtain call, and they sang it uh-huh. over and over and over again in the curtain call, and it turns out to be a wonderful song. The kind of thing that they think, oh, well, I like it. I don't want to. I don't want to write that. <laughs> we write it, and we think it's our favorite. In fact, we wrote it in uh, about five minutes. We wrote it yeah, the entire the entire. Exactly. I should give you my website as well, Jim. It's David K R A N E David Crane dot com. Excellent. I'll yes, put links and, to and all this, those. In fact, at the end of the show, I just heard from our wonderful director, Kate, and she, she said, what about the CD uh, that's supposed to be played at the end? And we, we in fact, play the full orchestra version for the, for the play out. And, uh, and so I'm bringing that along so it can be played either on a, either oh, on a wow. CD deck or through the So then you can hear it with a cast of 100 yeah. and a 70-piece orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the Bratislava chorus, unfortunately, because they were they had to be replaced by British singers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no one could understand you audition, David. Who I don't know if Stephen told you. I I went. I met Stephen, and then about three days later, I had auditions for the Secret Garden, which I'm reviving. And I looked at the guy's CV, and at the bottom it said aspire and I, I said to Stephen can you believe that a man of all people comes into the audition out of a million actors in London and has been an aspire your show in Qatar exactly. wow. that, was, that was definitely how a sign. funny I'm hoping many of the the actors will show up to our show, you know, because we we still know a lot of them, and uh, we believe we put the story out there. But of course, it's our story, not their story. Every what's funny about. It's a, it's a Rashomon thing when you think about it. The actors who were there, their story is, is is the same but different because they weren't involved with the characters before they got to the Middle East. We were, and right. uh, so it's 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 very interesting. But we had a we we all had the same uh, the same fun <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> they got paid. We 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 didn't get. <laughs> they got paid because they struck. You know, oh. actors can say, "I'm not going." on <laughs> yeah, and that's what they yeah. did and they went off and, and brought bags of money back from Dubai to Qatar oh, okay. <laughs> but we, 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 we it would be really nice to see some of them <laughs> it'd be nice to meet some of them at the show I, I agree yeah. I agree we're gonna we're gonna do our best to get some people <laughs> right. well um I have to go because I have a rehearsal right here right now all um, right. going on <laughs> So, and we're, um, and we're not, just sitting yeah. here waiting for the blizzard to come in New York, and but we're flying <laughs> on Sunday by hook or crook. So it'll be, the weather will be fine on Sunday. We're, we'll arrive on Sunday night, and we can't wait to meet you, Katie. Where are you staying? Where are you staying? I'm, I'll be uh, staying with Maureen Lippman. <laughs> are you serious? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a friend of David's. He did Oklahoma. You must with bring her to the show. Oh, she's coming. Oh, yes. oh, oh yes. my God! Can I meet her? Yeah. Oh, she's. Oh, she's. <laughs> 
She she knows about this piece. She's heard of it. Other incarnations. I did oh, Oklahoma with her at the National. <laughs> yeah, um, David did all the dance. I will. I'm going to be. You know, I have another show. Two shows on the same day. I have the Secret no. Garden on Sunday, and so I'm going to be coming to the 7:30 on Saturday, and then I'll probably come to the 7:30 on Sunday, and I won't come to the three o'clock one because I have to be in another show at three o'clock. Busy um, bee. No kidding. Yeah. Yes, Katie. Also, I'll be emailing everyone. I, I have a UK mobile, so I'll be yeah, I'll be I, uh, sending my number to you, uh, so we'll be able that. to. Because Stephen is Steve, Stephen is coming with a can and a string. Yeah, I live <laughs> in the 19th century. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, so David, you'll contact me, and um, we'll hopefully yeah. see you on Monday, and we can yes. have some drinks after Secret Garden, and uh, then Excellent. oh no, because we'll be in rehearsal on Monday, so I'll probably pop in and say hello on Monday. Yes, yes, yes we're going to come. We're come about about lunchtime. Yeah, I'm going to see you at lunchtime then. Fabulous. Great to talk to you. All right. And you. See you soon. Katie, have a a good evening. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Uh, bye -bye. Bye-bye. She is so sweet, isn't she? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) She's very smart. What else can we tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Yeah, I think we ought to play it out with a spire. Yeah. Wow. It's it's going to be so cool. We need a real pop version of that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't Barry Manilow do a spire at the St. James? There you go. I wonder. There you go. (laughs) What do you mean you wonder? (laughs) (laughs) But wow, it's been a lot of fun. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. It's always wonderful talking to you guys, Dave and Jim. (laughs) The the funny thing is, Dave had to leave to go pick up his son from school. (laughs) He's looking at me and going, I got to go. I got to go. I can't. It's like, okay, go, go. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. As always, a lot of fun. I'll drop out some emails when I get this up and and online and let you know what's out there so you can push it out there for you. Yeah, tell everybody about it. And uh, we'll we'll try to get some people over in uh, London to uh, to go. We actually have quite a few listeners in London. Fabulous. That's wonderful. Yeah. All righty. All righty. We'll talk later. Have a safe trip, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. This was a time we would never forget. If only we could freeze that moment. A mere ecstatic. And if a mere likes, everyone like. He's a little like Ben Brantley. This is only the beginning. I will rent real theater in New York City, and we do show bigger than ever. So, Nazira... I'm sorry it couldn't work out, but, you know, I mean, well, I'm gay. It's okay, Mr. Michael. I give your phone number to my cousin, Mustafa. He make good baba ganoush. Shukran, Jeffrey. Shukran, Michael. Thank you. Mansour, Farid, and Nazira looked so happy. They had achieved their dream, a standing emirate ovation. And in a way, so had we. Proving musical comedy really can change the world. But real life tends to unfreeze the best of times. Mr. Mansour, I hate to bring this up. Don't worry. Go home. The check is in the mail. Where had we heard that before? We went back to New York and months went by with no check in the mail. We felt like a couple of jerks had been chipped. The return email stopped. Veracity.com had ceased to exist. We enlisted our agents. Our lawyers. We tried to get the case on Judge Judy. Wait. What are we? 
a couple of schmucks. And besides that, we're two short Jews who write musical comedy. Two short Jews who want to reach the heights. Maybe we have learned something. Yeah, maybe art imitates Arabs. The curtain rises on a smoke-filled stage. A chorus of Middle Eastern men dressed in Lawrence of Arabia-like garb enter. They intone mysteriously. This is a story about terrorists. <gasps> this is a story about musical So we end where we began, with a musical begging to be written. Wait a minute, I'm getting an email. Dear Mr. Michael and Mr. Jeffrey, I read on Playbill Online that you are writing new musical about our musical Aspire. Of course, as per the very, very fine printing contract, Veracity Limited gets first right of refusal to produce your next musical in Middle East. Oh my God. Production is underway. You fly out of JFK tonight and meet with Claudio tomorrow. Well, there's no terrorist like a show terrorist. See you in Qatar. Take in a camel ride on the bumpy road to Qatar.